Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I have Aiden Mori here for a sit down. How are you chat. fucking going? Very well, very well. I know this is a interesting situation to find yourself in, but mm. just uh, just another one. Just relax. I'm going to guide you through this. Don't be nervous. It's fine. If you ever feel just bail. If you ever feel uncomfortable, just Ner- bail. nervous farts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me? Can we can we edit that out? <laughs> So you just come from a uh, training course today? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not too bad. Four-day course. Easy. What's... Uh, so I was going to ask you as soon as you walked in the door, but I thought I'd save it for the podcast. Mm. What, what is a training course? What are you doing? Uh, that was just basic rigging. Yeah, just a rigging course. Right. Nothing, nothing special. Just uh, another little feather I needed in the cap. So Right. So this whole... That whole structure, actually, of like people getting themselves as many tickets as they can, mm. obviously tying in the fly and fly out lifestyle, or sometimes drive in, drive out lifestyle. This whole mentality of like that's the new um, value, probably not value. That's the new like indicator of how valuable, I guess, an employee is to any one particular company. Whereas our parents grew up specialising in something for years at a time, mm. and then that would kind of be their value. Like I'm a small engines mechanic of fucking 25 years. That speaks a lot more than having 40 fucking Cert 3s. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so many people these days have recognized that you can do a, a week course and with that week course, just bounce from company to company to company. Yeah. Whoever's paying the highest. And make so, fucking wicked money doing make it. Make wicked money with, yeah, next to no experience and rocking up and doing sweet fuck all. <laughs> It's interesting, like you're reasonably young considering the amount of, uh, I was going to say power you've got. That's not what I want to say. Reasonably like, young? Yeah, but like <laughs> being, being like in your 20s and, and being in the position, actually, what is, what is your, what, what's your like categorization as far as like the, the fucking hierarchy goes? Uh, I'm a shutdown supervisor up north, yeah. Right. So, yeah, got my, got my crews that I uh, take up, run, yeah. piss excellence, come home. Awesome. Mm. So it's fair to say that you see, uh, you've got a reasonable idea of like what the industry looks like. Fully. Because you're in it, you're experiencing it, you've been in it for long enough, you've risen up to the ranks, you, you can see things from different perspectives, right? Mm. So would you say it's fair to say that at the moment we have, especially like our particular age group, let's call that between 23 and 35, heaps of blokes that are doing exactly that. You know, they're, they're, flying, they're flying in, flying out. They've got all these tickets. They're doing a bunch of things. But their general knowledge is pretty fucked. Yeah, um, completely. Uh, I suppose, I think it's hard to say because if they have been brought up with that hard working mentality that their parents adopted, yeah. then, then they're go-getters. And you'll see them quickly rising through the ranks and having that loyalty to stay with the company. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you've, you get those ones that sort of passengers, you know, and that's, yeah. their parents are passengers. And yeah, so they've been, they find an easy ticket out by yeah, jumping around. There's probably like, the easy thing to go to is like, probably like how many mates do you have where their parents are still together? Ooh. Um, like close mates, shit. Like it's one hand shit, eh? Yeah, like. Yeah. And like I tend I, to. I go, can't. I can't say many. Like there's not. Yeah, I don't look to too many parents and go like, oh, they're still together after twenty five odd years. Right. So now these blokes we're talking about that are passengers, for yeah. lack of better words, mm. sometimes 
I, I go to like, well, who was there? Because we were talking about role models just then. You said, mm, you know, people mm, who had those mm, parents mm. who were like real fucking hard workers. Mm. I think it's less about soft cocks raising children and it's more about fucking broken families raising, raising children. Oh, it definitely plays a part. Because it turns from raising integrity-based children to power-based children. Mm. You know, like who's the better parent? Who's offering me more? And even that whole... Like, because you got to think, as a child coming up in a perfect world, you mm. kind of want to have, like, your neuroplasticity open and, and ready to learn as much as possible. Now, if you're learning how to power play against people and how to manipulate and how to communicate in that fashion, rather than just learning the basics of being a fucking human, mm. you know, it's like your whole direction in life has changed from a really fucking young age, mm. you know? Yeah, look, it's... Broken families, like it affects everything. Yeah, absolutely everything. Like it doesn't come down to just job or or um, yeah anything like that, man. It's yeah terrible, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's shocking. And you know the fucking the weird thing about it is now is like I know with with my relationship, like I I come from like a late broken family. It's funny, mm. like my parents uh they separated after I was like eighteen and was like living in Europe and shit. Like I had flown so far from the nest and then they separated. And I think now, like, when I look at the relationship I'm trying to build, and when I really, like, look at the five-year plan, the ten-year plan, like, how does this look when we're fucking old and, and wrinkly? It's like, a lot of that comes down to just revisiting the fucking basics of being friends with someone, mm. being in love with someone. It's like, you know, what are the things about them that makes you happy? What yeah. are the things about you that makes them happy? Focus on them. Spend time together. Talk about things. I suppose you take those moments for granted in, the, in that moment as well, don't you? 100%. Yeah. And it's weird because if you're not in the moment, Mm. it's really not worth having like if you're out of it and going like oh I'm doing the thing I'm spending time together it's like you're not there though yeah yeah so yeah. you need to take them for granted you're not yeah you're not you need to have the good yeah. old days to look back on to call them the good old days you know that's right yeah. yeah yeah just getting back to the original point though it's fucking scary how many cunts just like I think the point that I'm trying to make is like I have conversations with a lot of people who feel like they're having input with black ink Mm-hmm. And like they feel like they've got input because they do this fly and fly out job. They're an adult. They're making 120 grand a year. They make mm. some decisions and they've got a couple of certs under their belt. Mm. And they're like, I'm not saying that their ideas aren't valid, but when I talk to them, I'm like, you don't know how to change a tire though. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're like when it comes down to it, you're not a problem solver. You're someone who reads the manual and that's fine. Yeah. But seems to be that's the general pop now. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, um, oh, I'll just do it. I'll, I'll just go do this. Yeah. I'll get it done. Yeah. You, there's, yeah, everyone's told how to think as such with situations. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the fucking weird part about it is you can't blame anyone. No. Because it's, it's the structure that we've created yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. And it's broken. I think like we've gone from, I, th- I feel like accountability has changed definitions mm. because accountability used to be like, hey man, I just need you to do that. Like you said you'd do it, so I'm just going to trust that it's been done. Mm. And now it's like the only thing that matters when it comes to accountability is that if someone's going to get sued, it's the fucking person at the bottom end of the, the chain of command. Yeah, That's all that matters about accountability. Yeah. So now it's like the integrity is just completely shattered and it's like, dude, if something goes wrong, it's not the people who organised its fault. Yeah. It's the participant. Yeah. How weird. Ah, checks out. Yeah. Shit always floats downhill, mate. So how do you <laughs> how do you fix a problem like that that seems to be more societal than just in the workplace? Uh, can anyone answer that? I'll give you the big question like that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> fix society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, 
Nah, I don't know the answer to that one, man. Um, we'd have to revert everything we've put in place for the past 10, 15 years. Yeah, I feel like... Um, I remember what I was told as a, like when I was really young, because I, I got really worried about, like, oh, the sun's going to expire one day, we're polluting the earth, there's mm. all these things going on. And it was like a science teacher or like... What do you mean? The sun's got a use-by date? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, <laughs> Is it, it written on it? No, no, no. But oh, you've it, been staring at the sun there's again. There's only a certain amount of gas <laughs> in the sun and when it fucking... When it's all gone, it's all gone, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to break it to you, but... Uh. <coughs> Point being, I was worried about all these things are going to be like catastrophic and mm. then the earth. And this... Uh, and the ones that really worry me are the things that humans are doing to create it. So we're using these fossil fuels... You know, we're going to run out of this. We're going to run out of that. And I remember like this teacher of some sort telling me like the whole point of like what is happening with humanity is evolution. Mm. It's we're going to solve that problem when we get to it. Because remember, the, the thing that's giving us this byproduct, this bad thing was once a problem that we solved. And this is the end result of it. That's so right. we're going to continue to solve these problems. Oh, it's a big circle for sure. Yeah. But for me, I wonder like does fucking broken homes somehow resolve itself in, I mean will our generation then be angry that our parents split up so we look for more meaningful, meaningful relationships or do we just keep fucking strangers on Tinder you know yeah well <laughs> second big question fuck <laughs> ask me something about an engine yeah. <laughs> oh man I don't know I don't know I can't see it solving itself like how the world's going forward and we're, there's, we're finding less and less compatible relationships. Right. So how can there be broken families if we're getting less and less pure relationships? Yeah. People are happy being single and, and remaining like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's something to like... Because remember, like, the, the old thing used to be like, you go back 50 years and the people that were an option to marry and have kids with mm. were people who, like, lived within spitting distance. That's right. You know, it was your town, maybe the town over... But like now it's like you can start developing a thing with a chick that lives in another country Mm. and then actually bring it to fruition and get married and have kids and like that's now an option. It seems like now we've got more option. Our blinders have got, like we've got so picky because we have so much option. It's like, I'm only into fucking Russian chicks with blue hair. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, it's created this fucking thing where it's like, oh, not only because I can be so specific about what I like, team that with like, Oh, I swipe right, she comes around, we have sex, she's all good, I don't really like the way her breath smells, so I tell her to get lost, because I know there's another one that I can swipe right to, and another one, and another one. So mm. I'm super picky, and I've got heaps of options, why the fuck would I ever settle? Yeah, terrible. Mm. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah, dude, and it's like the conversation we were having just before, like, the situation that porn's in at the moment, like, how freely fucking accessible porn is, and it's an instant dopamine rush. I know, yeah, and your people are losing that uh, connection in public when they um, like even approaching the yeah. other sex yeah they just rather not to yeah because there's an easy there's an easy there's an easy outlet option that that's has right. the same result that's right yeah and there, there's I suppose there's a fear of uh, rejection yeah involved with that 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 person would rather not face yeah true they don't get rejection from porn do they never no they don't even have to ask that's right interesting Mm. And see, that ties into the fucking, like, you know, most people our age and younger can't make a phone call. No, that is, that is scary. It's wild. That is scary. It's wild. Yeah. I fucking, I don't know, I like, I could talk all day about the mechanics as to why I think that is on like a, on like a psychological level that's like individual, but applies to everyone. Mm. But just the simple fact that like, 
you know, hey, can you call these guys up and just find out what time they close? I'm just going to see if it's on their website. Just fucking call them. Yeah. Just call them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get, even what you're doing might be quicker, but it's like, if you call them and say, hey, what time do you close? They go, oh, it's, we close at five. They might follow that up with, oh, but if we know you're on the way, we can stay open. Yeah, yeah. You know, that doesn't happen on the fucking website. What about um, something worse? You're going over a, a mate's house. People don't even go knock on the door. Yeah, I'm out the front. Yeah, yeah, I'm out the front. Or like going over to a mate's parents' house on, oh, I don't know their parents. Knock on the fucking door. Yeah. Introduce yourself. And they answer, like, hey, I'm Jake, I'm here for such yeah, and yeah, such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to like knock you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I feel like sometimes, and like you probably have the same thing, like I was raised, you know, look them in the eye, shake the hand, say hello, introduce yourself. Mm. Sometimes I find we're now in a generation where you're more um, polite and like open to that situation than some of the parents are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. People don't even want to shake hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elbows in. <sighs> Dude, I'd rather touch your cock than your elbow, hey? Yeah, yeah. That's how I enter the room. Dick, <laughs> yeah. dick first. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on, get around. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Times are fucking weird. Times are weird. And man, like... As a, as a fucking business and as a merchant, I, I look at everything through the lens of how can I monetize this situation? Because, mm, you know, I've got it to live. Oh, it's very, very easily to adapt to, isn't it? Right, right. And I mean, this is coming from the person who's literally had an OnlyFans account, like sold dick pics and like done wild shit on camera for profit. Mm. So it's like, you can't have a problem with sex selling and then, you know, complain at the same time about the world falling apart because of this. Because of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 because of it. <laughs> But at the same time, I think recognizing it and I guess for me personally now is like trying to steer this ship in a place where I can be proud of it in 10 years time. And I, You definitely don't still do that, eh? Well, yeah. Because I thought I that's dabbled. what this was about. I doubled. Yeah, this you know looks I mean? like a casting couch. This, like is, I, this is a casting I'm, couch. I'm ready to go. Dude, I put, I put the fucking blanket down because you don't want to see what's underneath, bro. <laughs> fucking terrible it looks like a patent cushion it's not uh, I'm prime man I went for a shit two minutes ago <laughs> I thought I heard the pressure washing going out there <laughs> shit yeah nah nah dude I tell you what that's a fucking like it's funny now that I'm I'm older than I was two years ago because I'm going to say I'm older now it's like it's only two years ago but now that I look back I'm like oh that probably wasn't the best idea, <laughs> you know? And I know through my experience of growing up that that feeling's only going to get greater and greater. We, um, we supported you, but, you know? Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, this is the thing. Like, at the end of the day, I'm fucking going at it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not going at it. It was paying some bills. It was paying some yeah, bills. Yeah. And as it turns out, it was the thing that kept Black Ink afloat when, when it was going to sink. Mm. It really was. Because all the money I made on OnlyFans, I bought shares with and all those shares did reasonably well in the time that i had them and then when it came to like the day where i was like i either got to fully commit or go get a job i was like i'll sell all my fucking shares mm. i'll sell vehicles if i have to i did i ended up selling dirt bikes and shit and the van and the van and like that was the fucking that was the money mm. so it kind of i tell you what if you if you actually look at some of the key like, did you have to get a business loan or anything to Obviously, start what you're doing. No, I bootstrapped everything until 10 weeks ago. Mm. 10 weeks ago, I borrowed $10,000 to do the winter range, and yesterday I made the last repayment on that $10,000. Yeah, cool. That's nice. So now all of my winter, like all the stuff that's behind you there and like all the jerseys and that, that's 100% profit from now. Mm. But that's the first loan that I've got for the business. Yeah. So now it's like, and even that in itself is just collecting data. Yeah. So I go, right, next time I borrow money, I know how to do it a bit better. Yeah, that's right. Is there like a limit 
on how many of those you can do, you just fucking... What do you mean? Like, as far as drawing lines for small businesses? Oh, You, you that... can just keep going back, getting... Yeah, money. yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Yeah, so. And the idea is, at the moment, because of my financial situation, everything's private loans. Mm. So, I probably have access to, like... Well, I, I went to borrow fucking 175 the other day for a business venture, which mm. ended up being something that didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. But I had the money. So yeah. I could probably borrow up to about 175 grand, but also at the Did same time. Did you just clean Riz out? <laughs> yeah, I need you to talk to your mum. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you need to talk to everyone. <laughs> you, you were starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. you know, uh, for the next probably fucking two years, I'll have to keep doing that. But once I get real numbers and figures underneath me, and then I can go to a bank and say, oh, I want to borrow half a million to execute this. Here's my plan. Yeah. But even this first one, man, like I had a full a timeline, a cost breakdown, how how everything was gonna look, mm. I, yeah, and like obviously all the costings and shit. So it was a good practice run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's fucking good, man. And it went off. It did. It sold fucking real good. It did. Like you, you hope for the best and expect the average, and that did the mm. best. Mm. Yeah. I um, I learned a lot as well. It was a really good learning experience. Like just simple things like. So when I did the costings, one thing that I didn't account for is a GST on all of the blank garments. Mm. So that was like fucking 200 and something blank garments that I hadn't allowed 10% on. Insane. You know what I mean? I think right right from the get-go, like that was an extra 600 and something dollars on the first order that I did. I was like, fuck, you know, but... Sore ass from tax, mate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me... Remind me the story of that fucking champagne fucking full drive that you had. Oh, fuck. Which story, mate? <laughs> like the story. I still have it. Oh, really? I still have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sits at home, you know, just so Is I, it busted uh, up? No, no, I, I can drive it. It uh, <laughs> doesn't I have ju- a roof. I or... just choose not to, you know? <laughs> so the time that, and you stop me at any point if you don't want this fucking living on the internet forever. Oh, nah, go for it. But yeah. there was one time that I was... At Lee's place, and mm. I don't know whether I called you or you came round, and you're like, you had either just been arrested or something had happened along those lines. Well, like, what happened? You're like, I got my car, fucking rolled it down the main street. One of the wheels came off. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that was my, that was my patrol, but that was my short wheelbase patrol. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, I went, so I went to the Hungry Hollow, you know, with every intention of just uh Having a, couple. having a quiet one. <laughs> yeah. just, just how all good stories start, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, one jug in, six jugs in, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going down the road. Who wants to come to fucking Fitzy's? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I've got a handful of the guys in it. And um, yeah, so we're just <clears throat> cruising down the fucking back beach there. I wasn't even doing anything silly. Yeah. For once. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we hit hit that roundabout there near the cricket club and uh, the runners club there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I just saw, it all happened like real quick, you know, but in slow-mo. Yeah, I was going to uh, say yeah, yeah. in slow motion, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just saw my back tyre just, just going past me. Fuck. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, immediately lost control of the car yeah and um i've just done like this real nice spiral through the air you know so was it back driver's tire back driver's side back passenger's tire oh, so no, just, yeah. we just dropped and fucking yeah it um 
I did all right. Like, I landed on the side. Yeah. Not quite the roof. It was good. Like, uh, the guys were sort of, there were smashed windows. The guys were sprawled out all yeah, on top yeah, of yeah. each other. I'd um, knock myself the fuck out. Um, and yeah, like, guys woke me up. It was about, like, it was, the car was still running. So yeah. it was a good minute there. And um, I've turned it off. Turned it off straight away. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Climbed out. And I'm like, you guys just fucking go. Just go. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, fuck, after that, man, I'm like, well, I'm going to call my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like, I'm like, fuck, he's not going to be impressed, but he'll... Um, Hopefully understand. He'll have words of wisdom. Yeah. I, I ring him and I'm like, dad, I've just rolled me fucking car like in the main street of town. <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, oh... He's like, fuck me, call the tow truck. Now I'll be there in 20 minutes. And I'm like, all right. So straight on the phone to a tow truck. Um, yeah, all they wanted was my bank details. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Charge me what you want. Yeah, Come yeah, here yeah. now. And um, there was a car that rocked up behind me. And straight away, rather than fucking call an ambulance or anything like that like yeah. this guy's got out of the car and like grabbed me and he's like you're not fucking going anywhere i've just called the cops on Sick, you yeah. like you know rather than checking for health Thanks, like, dude. yeah yeah I'm like fuck do you know me or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, i know you're a bad guy yeah right? yeah yeah and then um yeah fuck it must have been like a couple minutes later cops rocked up tow truck just behind them. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, this fucking guy. Eh? Yeah, you would have been then, right. Um, yeah, so they flipped it over and, yeah, tow truck fucked off with the car. I didn't get a sticker or anything like that. The cops were just more interested in how pissed I was. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, blue numbers, lost the license, the whole the whole ordeal. But, yeah, fucking so, good times. Two things. Did you get arrested there and then? I did, yeah, yeah. Because you were under the influence? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Second thing, if you weren't under the influence, the tire would have still, the wheels would have still came off. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I uh, the um, wheel bearing imploded. No itself. way. Yeah, yeah. It fucked up. So broke, it wasn't even broke the axle. Error. Like it was just, just general wear and tear, man. Fucking hell. I know. <laughs> I know. That's almost disappointing. You you would rather you leave the wheel nuts off and it be your fault than something happen like that. You know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The wor- the worst part was like. I had just finished rebuilding um, my other patrol that day and I'm like, oh, fuck, I won't take it for a drive yet. I'll take my fucking, my old car to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Fucking hell. Yeah, terrible judgment there. Such is life though, eh? Yeah. Just think, you could have just done a heap more pissy driving if that never happened. Yeah. You could have just. That was a wake up call because I was. uh, To improve the resume. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, getting real good at the old pissy driving sitch, you know? Yeah. So sometimes you need a fucking kick in the teeth. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's fucking, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because I feel like like I'm real good for not pissy driving purely Mm. for the fact that I don't drink that much alcohol. Nah, nah. You know? And like I'm real good at being disciplined and it's all good as long as I don't get somewhere with my car. Mm. I would rather ride one of my fucked push bikes there and have it stolen mm. than drive my car there because I know I'm not leaving without it. Yeah. I love my car too much. Yeah. You know? And I don't trust the rest of the world enough. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I've um I've definitely learned just to catch a taxi when going for one 
pint. Yeah, well, fucking <laughs> rolling your car down the main street is such a good mantra to revert back to, you know? Oh, Remember brothers, that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesson, lesson learnt. <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit about fucking cops rocking up, like, literally just a second too early. I know, man. Fuck, you man. know? But you can't live with what ifs. No, no, Probably no. just don't. Piss you drop. Yeah, there's that as well. No, I just remember, like, this is a slightly different situation, but I was on my fucking second second sporty that I had, mm. and I'm cruising along on fucking Bustle Highway, and I got the red light at Dale Up, so I'm heading out to Jalore Up, and I got the red light, so fucking red light, waiting, 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 and, like, being that young and on a Harley, like, there's no, there's no chill. Yeah. There's no chill. Like, every time you take off, you're trying to just push every gear, you know? The first, second, third, and by the time I hit third, I see these lights flash, and it's from over the fucking, over yonder, and they've got just enough time to do a U-turn and sneak in behind me, like where the fucking um, wash place is, the dry cleaning joint. Mm. So I like a dickhead pull over, and they pull in, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know why, why we pulled you over? I'm like, oh, well, I was speeding, like just admission to guilt straight away, dickhead, young, didn't know. And they fucking, yeah, 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 that's why we pulled you over. And I said... Um, so you sucked them off. Oh, dude, I fucking <laughs> wish I sucked them off. They hit me with 11 demerit points and a fucking $1,200 fine. No. And they're like, oh, we're only going easy on you because you um, pulled over and, like, you, you know, you did the right thing. And that, I never didn't, un- I never understood at the time. And it was, like, years later that I realized that, like, dickhead, you could have just kept riding. Yeah. You Like, you could have just kept riding and gone home and just ridden around the back and it would have all been over. And then yeah. I was on fucking double or nothing for 12 months. Still resent the cops because of it now. Still yeah. fucking don't have me 1200 bucks back, you know? Got your demerits back, but. Yeah, I got my demerits. It's not the fucking point. It's the principle. <laughs> you understand? Oh, man. Mm. The, whole, the whole red light thing. Fuck me, man. We've done some dumb shit. Like, I just used to, like, car full of people, like, look at them like, ha, ha, ha. Just straight through red lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, yeah. <laughs> I'm real bad for running red lights. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just a just a laugh till you get T-bone. No, for me, it's not a laugh. It's like I'm not being told what to do from something that doesn't think. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can see there's no cars around. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, I gotta go. I got shit to do. That Mack truck though, that's getting real close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out he has a green. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, man. You know, I was thinking about, I was listening to this podcast the other day and they're talking about uh, the lowest points in your life being like, they're saying that like people hit their their rock bottom or what they think is rock bottom and they try and get away from it as quick as they can because Mm. it's your rock bottom. And like sometimes your rock bottom is actually a good place just to chill for a bit because you can learn a lot about yourself there. It's not, don't go any further, but it's like, don't beat beat yourself up anymore. Just kind of like work on accepting that this is what it is and let that be the foundation that you build off. Because if you try and, slingshot yourself out of it you end up just getting further behind how do you ever know you're at rock bottom though yeah unless you keep going you know that's what right I mean? the bender's not over until you're fucking yeah yeah unconscious. yeah you know what yeah I mean? <laughs> I mean if you're banging up crack <laughs> yeah. on a sidewalk you're close yeah, <laughs> you're pretty close a lot of the indicators have been met yeah you know? <laughs> i'll call uh, you not far off mate yeah. <laughs> ah yes that is the time <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know the point i was gonna make rock bottom yeah fuck i don't know Nice. Oh, no, no, that's the point I was making. And I thought to myself, like, I don't think I've ever got even close to rock bottom because I'm very confident in my ability to get things done and execute. Mm. But I did think about, like, some of the worst moments of my life. Mm. Oh, am I part of them? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, fuel, yeah. <laughs> no, you just reminded me of this thing because you're saying the Mack truck. And it's funny because, you know, this, I, 
what like I'd been given this job in this uh, truck driving and then the bloke who I was driving for he had another bloke who had a truck and he ended up kind of pulling me across to do this this contract work and he just got this new or secondhand Mack truck mm. that he was he bought with the intention of like spending money on it and reselling it and I, this is like the second day it's been put to work and he's like you're right to fucking drive the Mack I've never driven a, a bonneted truck before I've only ever driven cab overs so I've jumped in this truck I'm like yeah 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 all good automatic transmission getting out of a manual I was like fucking sweet push a button off you go crazy single you know chill job pulling fucking fertilizer yeah anyway they sent us down to the port there my birth five were unloading fertilizer and they're putting it into a hopper and the truck pulls under the hopper they fill it up mm. and off you go and they set us up now if you're familiar with the port the way they've got the port is you've got the edge of the port which has all the bollards they try to the, tie the ship onto mm. they've got another set of bollards that they tie the ship onto if it's really crazy all the diagonal shit and then they normally set up the hoppers on the outside of that Right, and they load the hoppers with the crane set up in between the hopper and the ship. So you got that void space in the middle, right? Now they were using the ship cranes to load the hopper, which means that we're on the inside of those inner bollards. Yeah. Right. Very wordy way of explaining that. I'm the second truck in line. The first truck's under the hopper, right? So I'm sitting in line. I've got the only thing you can really see is obviously the side of the ship. The ships are massive. You got the hopper in front of you, and if you really look around the corner, you can see the exit of the port there. So we've been sitting there for two hours, fucking around, you know. You're watching some fucking shit on Instagram and calling porn. someone. Porn. Hardcore porn. <laughs> From the minute you the turn the truck off, drawn. it's porn. No light. <laughs> maybe some noise cancelling headphones. Fucking radio turned right down. Door locked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hope. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I leave it open for attention. Sometimes the window down just to fucking... <laughs> yeah, come up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the, truck, the first truck goes once we get it started, takes off. I pull up under the thing big bonneted thing I'm fucking look at me in the Mac you know like yeah no all good so I fucking pull forward I get the green light I pull forward I'm already got the fucking uh, tarps coming over just start to swing it around I'm just sitting back in the seat and all of a sudden I've gone from looking straight ahead to looking straight up in the air and the fucking like whole cab has just gone chunk chunk now you sit fairly high in those bonneted trucks and yeah. like, my head is must have almost hit the roof because yeah. I came off the seat and back on the seat. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had no idea what it could have been. Yeah. So I just fucking, you know, like, didn't, I, I, I think I may have put the handbrake on, whatever I've done, like, click the handbrake and, like, jumped out. You've definitely run over someone in a wheelchair. As I've got <laughs> out, diesels come underneath my feet, oh, heading wow. towards the fucking edge of the jetty. Yeah, and right. I'm like, cunt, is that my diesel? <laughs> like, where's this diesel? Co-? I go around, that fucking bollard. I've driven over it with the front left-hand steer wheel. Oh. That's why I've gone to look it up because the fucking truck has lifted to the height of the bollard and then come back down. What's behind that wheel? The two diesel tanks. So I've ripped straight through the first diesel tank and into the second diesel tank. And I'm just having a moment of like, what the fuck do I even do? Like, what do you do first? And I've gone, right, diesel, water. So I've fucking run across, grabbed the green, the orange wheelie bin, yeah, ran yeah. back, shoveling all the kitty litter out to stop it, make a bund. Yeah. But I remember just having a moment there, like, fuck me, you know? Like, fuck me, what do I do in this situation? Yeah, have and, a dart. Oh, bro, <laughs> you're on the point, you can't even have a fucking dart anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. And to make yeah. it even worse, I'd had a fucking, a number a few days before, and I'm thinking, there's a chance here I'm not going to pass a drug test, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Things looking real grim. Uh. The truck's been on the job, not even on the job, the truck has been in this bloke's ownership for two days, and I've just fucking, as good as written it off. Ruined it. Hey. <coughs> written warning 
Written warning. They had me in fucking a week later back on the job. Not nice. the same truck though. Nice. <laughs> the truck was fucked. But as it turns out, did the swab test, all clean. And like, it, it was just a number. I wasn't on the billies or anything, but mm. still, in reflection, I look back at that and I think about how fucking terrible I felt in that moment because I'd let him down. I fucked his truck. I'd let these people down. I'd let the port down, you know? And like, I'm an integral person. I feel like that. I feel like I've let people down. But man, am I fucking thankful that it happened. It was a big fuck up. How often do you have a big so, fuck up? So that's your rock bottom. That's not even rock bottom. That's just like a bad day. Oh, that's yeah. just like one of those pinnacle bad days that you're always going to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, rock bottom involves fucking a couple more people than that. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, bro. I'm not saying rock bottom on camera. Yeah. <laughs> just use it against me later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't want to cry, do you? <laughs> no, dude. I got emotional on a podcast once and I was like, you know what? That's for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even for them. Fuck them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? No one needs to see that. No, nah, dude. <laughs> not yet, man. Blokes don't cry. Nah, dude. Nah. Nah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna cry on camera until it's like a Chris, Mo- Chris Rock, Will Smith moment, you know? Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Then make it a real fucking thing of it, you know? <laughs> you can slap me. Oh, how about the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me take my shirt off. <laughs> So is this the dollar broke the other day yeah dude oh man dude I, I felt so bad eh? I was just like cooking in the corner I'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> Jake's not gonna be happy <laughs> it, but it, the fucking crazy part about that is and I still can't you, do you remember why that was weird yeah cause of the song the fucking song yeah 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 it was like that um dance till you're dead yeah, off, yeah. off with your head yeah. the fucking lyric is off with your head and then I and dropped you, it you were dancing behind the bar and knocked it and knocked the fucking that's like dude that's fucking yeah that's uh what's his dad's name um Joseph you yeah know right I mean? like, that's Joseph that's Jesus's dad you fuck him what the bro fuck that guy. it's not even his dad because she was, he was born of a virgin Mary so yeah. not even his dad like God is his dad yeah. but like the deal is like that's Joseph you know what I mean yeah. like more people's head to knock off are you serious <laughs> Yeah, still felt bad. Not ideal. Dude, the fucking biological father of Jesus, I'd feel terrible if I were you. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. I tell you what I'm keen to do is, uh, you know that man in the crowd type uh, interviewing? So, do you know All Gas No Breaks, the dude who interviews people at different events and stuff in America, he's always dressed in a drab suit. Absolutely not. I'm pretty like disconnected from social media and shit. That's all right. Pop culture is like a language some people don't speak, I've realized. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you what it looks like here. So say if I like went, uh, say if I, just in the Fitzy's line at fucking 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, right? So everyone's standing there doing fuck all, smoking cigarettes. Mm. And I go along with someone recording me with a camera, the light and the microphone, mm. and I interview people in the line. I just ask them all different questions. Yeah, yeah thinking about doing that in Bunbury yeah do it man think, just just make sure uh, I'm out <laughs> yeah yeah and this is the thing like this sort of content is obviously cool like I'm super excited about doing these sorts of things yeah I think that would offer some real fucking fruit oh for sure yeah you'd get oh. some uh, some funny <laughs> one liners I reckon dude uh. dude and like it's one of those things where every time you do it you're looking for that one interview that goes well mm. and after you've done it a dozen times and you've got 12 good interviews that makes for some good viewing. Yeah, slap it together. Dude. Yeah. Dude. I actually fucking... 
My uh, what are you? What you're gonna have to buy a camera, mate. I don't know if you can walk around with an iPhone like that. No, no, though, no, I, no. I do have. The, I, I just bought the camera. Actually, I had to put it on layby to afford it, and it was seven hundred and fifty bucks. That's where I'm at in my life. Yeah. You know? I got the camera and then I got it home and I went to record a podcast on it and then realized it has a record limit of 29 minutes and 59 seconds because the import tax changes when you go from a still image camera to a video camera, apparently. Okay. Copy. So, because some middleman somewhere saved fucking 1.5%, I can't record over fucking half an hour. Right. We do our best conversations after half an hour, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm only really fucking present after half an hour. I think we've clocked about... Oh, good 10 hours of yarns before, man. <laughs> there was, um, fuck, do you remember that weekend we come home from town? Like, we walked all the way to Levi's. I think, well, fuck, he must have been fed up by the end of the day. Cause Dude. We were there for, like, like all day. Yeah. <laughs> Just chatting shit. Shit annoying. Yeah. And, like, dude, that was the fucking day that Conor McGregor fought someone. That yeah, was, like, yeah. an early Conor fight, and we were going for the Conor fight. And I remember just sitting there watching it being like, I don't even fucking know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not understanding the concept of what they were doing. Nah. I was so fucking buckled. Yeah, we were, we were beaming. <laughs> oh, dude. That was the walk home where, where you got a Snapchat of me trying to slam dunk something. Oh, it was unreal. <laughs> that image is burnt into my brain, man. Just fucking... <laughs> Like, no idea how to move my body no, at all. No, you and ball sports is just <laughs> yeah. like, get you on a pair of skates, but fucking unreal. Fuck, man. Fuck, man. Anything with wheels. Yeah, anything with wheels. Like, to be honest with you, like, I tried to fit in a ride before you came around today because I realized that once you come here, the only way I get a ride is if I go, like, tonight, tonight, and that's not going to happen. I'm like, that's a day without a ride. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that hurts me feelings, eh? Unless you want to go for a ride later on another Yeah, day. I'm keen. Shit. Yeah. I'd almost end the podcast earlier to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can, uh, we'll go buy a takeout that way we don't have to fucking cook for oh, I've got an insulated backpack, dude. Nice. Yeah. Should we, should we <laughs> just Oi, uh, become... Subtle flex. Yeah. <laughs> should we become fucking menu log delivery drivers for the afternoon? A hundred percent. Bro, I'd do it just for the content. We'll, really we'll make a fucking... shirt and we'll just drive around. Oh, <laughs> oh we should... Oh, I'm the guy who makes shirts. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking... We're, we're on. Man. It'd be dangerous if I smoke weed as well, hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So how many cars have you owned in total? Oh, shit. Not too many. Fuck. One, two, three, four, six, five, five or six. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Are they all? You haven't had like a fucking sports car, or have you? Nah, I used to. I used to have um like my dad's very old fashioned into his muscle cars and yeah. whatnot. So I had a um HZ Monaro as um well. My first car was actually a UC Tirana. Um, and then a HZ Monaro after that. Yeah. You used to get pulled over all the time from the cops just to be like, oh, I just want to check out your car. Nice car. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. sweet. Like, thanks every fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I had a 71 Dodge Charger RT. Yeah. Um, which I've sold to my dad on the proviso that I can... Buy it back off in one day? Oh, no, like when he dies, I get it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, planning that assassination. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as your dad dies, you look at Quinn. Don't even <laughs> fucking yeah, look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Quinn's, uh, Quinn's been promised dad's 73 Dodge Charger. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Got some nice cars in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and then Forbes, man, just just patrols. You're um, I remember you telling me once, or well, a couple times. I think I've been told probably half a dozen times this story actually. Mm-hmm. But you became familiar with engines around a fucking workshop manual. A workshop manual? Yeah. Um. Well, well, my dad. Yeah. Mainly, like, uh, yeah, we weren't ever allowed to sit inside too much, you know. Yeah. If the sun's beaming, you're outside. Yeah. As you fucking should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'd go out and kick around in the in the shed with dad. He'd show us something once, and that's it. Yeah. And he'd be like, the book's there on how to do it. Read the fucking book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, you ever get too stuck, the old boy was always there, to, happy to help. Lend so, a hand, yeah. Yeah, and fuck, my little brother got, got a lot more into it than me. He's, um, yeah, he's he's doing a, a full rebuild on a on a car at the moment. Wild. Mm. It's mm. interesting, though, because it seems like that structure has replicated itself through your entire life and now has paid off in dividends. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, full full credit to mum and dad um, getting me out of the house at an early age and, yeah. and into that sort of environment um, because, yeah, them, I suppose, tough love and, and making me go and do shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely paid off, man. Definitely yeah, paid off. man, that fucking tough love thing, that's a interesting thing because i think before you even get into what it actually is people's perception of what tough love is is weird man yeah yeah you know like there's there's tough love when it's like this is this isn't tough love coffee's so cold yeah dude that's the idea it's got character yeah (laughs) you you start to understand the coffee at this temperature but no like the tough love where it's like i'm doing this for you like I don't enjoy doing this either. This this discipline or this responsibility or whatever that I'm doing. Mm. And then there's like people who perceive tough love as like we're doing it this way because that's what I think is best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I'm actually getting some sort of satisfaction out of the person who they're disciplining the child or whatever it might be. Mm. It's like tough love is like, dude. Tough love is about the fucking purpose. Mm. It's where we're ending up. It's got nothing to do with today. It's got to do with ten years from now. That's right. It's it's coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you have any thoughts at the moment about what sort of parent you want to be? Uh, a fucking good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, um, oh, what sort of parent I want to be? I want to be pretty much exactly the parent that my mum and dad were, you right. know? So probably a mixture of those two because, um, you know, mum was a bit more of the soft one. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have a lot of mum's characteristics. So yeah, yeah I want to... Wanna, do exactly what my mum and dad have done. Do you spend a good amount of time thinking about uh, thinking about what sort of parent you want to be? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Is that a new thing or has that been? Um. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I think that's been quite a um, like a, a new thing for me is probably I've hit. 26, 27 this year. This is, oh, I thought you were going to say body count, but you're talking about years. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, nah. Um, is, is probably wanting to be a dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's like something that's come pretty new, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. I think you've always had like the inclination towards like, if you if you had found someone and got pregnant uh, like six years ago, you would have been like, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. Which sometimes you don't get a choice, do you? <laughs> Sometimes that'll happen, yeah. yeah. That such is the reason why I have a vasectomy. I took the choice back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I tell you what, yeah. I'll decide. Yeah. I'll decide. But I only asked because like to be honest with you, and this is kind of something that we touched on in the um last conversation I had with Ryan, mm. is like 
it's only just now that I've started to like ask myself like, well, what's all this for? Yeah. And this is to make a cool situation in the future that has time, money and energy that I can put into having a family. And that looks like obviously having a child, maybe another dog, what, you know, yep. better house, better cut, whatever it looks like. Yeah. But is the, that, that the direction you want? But the basis of that is, is like, hang on, did you just say you want to have a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when yeah, I ask yeah. myself that, the answer is yes. Yeah. And that, that has changed. But I feel like if we go from when we first met each other, mm. you always had the inclination towards fatherhood and I always mm. had the inclination against it. Yeah, yeah, you did. You know? For sure. For sure you did. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't you want to be a dad man? You'd be a good dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's like um, saying like, why don't, you want to be, why don't you want to be a mechanic? You'd look good with fucking shit under your nails. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's different. <laughs> oh, I stretched it for the, for the yeah. point. You, know what I mean? but you, but you understand what I'm saying? Like it's, 100%, yeah. I'm sure I'd be good at fucking a lot of things. doesn't necessarily mean I should do it. But yeah. now yeah. it's like, I don't, know, I don't even know what the catalyst is. I think it's like I'm just starting to get a hold on life. Do you think it's more that you want, um, I suppose, a part of you to keep going? No, no, none of that. No. No. No, but if I'm like my goals now are like the ceiling of my goals has been completely fucking destroyed now. So I'm like, I'm going to take over the world. Mm. I'm trying to make all the money in the world if I can, you know, obviously um, with the right fucking, the right way of doing it. Mm. And ideally, like, I don't want to just fucking die and then split it up between you and fucking a dozen other friends. Mm. You know, like, I want to... Oh, don't split it up, man. Just, just, <laughs> just cheat what, me up. Don't have a kid, fuck them, yeah. give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sign the will now. Yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> Do it on camera so they know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it's like, I guess there's a part of it there where I go like, if, if it's going to go to something, and I'd like that something to be a part of me. But I also know that in a greater scale, this, like, I know this sounds crazy and this is like, dude, you smoke too much weed, but humanity relies on us smart ones continuing the shit. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose another factor, like if you're a, a, a smart, driven person, like these are the people that tend to not procreate. Right. But you've got the fucking dregs of society that procreate tenfold man you don't need a license to fuck and that's the problem <laughs> nah you nah know? nah it's terrible but that's that's we've structured it that way yeah and it's weird man because like it's not even like oh like dude I, there's so many fucking ethical problems with what I'm about to suggest but mm. you turn 18 dude you turn 16 okay as a guy you turn 16 the take you straight in they fucking open you up give you a vasectomy and off you go right now you're shooting blanks until you come back to the doctor with a reasonable argument there's mm. doctors specific for this job that you and your partner go hey we've been together for x amount of time we're looking to have a kid right on it you go sweet all of the technology because of the amount that we're doing increases and they get it back up to 99 percent that reattach it it all works because at the moment they say always assume you can't reattach it mm. you can but it doesn't always go to plan if we're doing millions of them we get good at them okay yeah, yeah. now doesn't that basically turn having children into needing to apply to have children almost. And I understand there's problems with that as far as control and that goes. Mm. But fuck, man, we'd cut out a lot of shit. Oh, man. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of control system, doesn't there? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, it's one of those things, obviously, right now, it sounds great, but someone with half an idea would be like, are you fucking retarded? The world doesn't work like that. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's another right you take away, isn't it? Yeah, dude, but it's like fucking giving up rights is fashionable these days. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's red hot. (laughs) Crazy. What do you want rights for? Dude, literally everyone rolled over to the vaccination thing. 
They're just like, oh, we need it for, to work. Well, I need to have a job. Oh, oh, please give me the vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't had my second jab. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. See, I had to. I was like, ah, oh, work. Yeah. It's either you know, I lose my job up north. Yeah. Or get the jab. Exactly so, right. You put in a hole. Put in a corner. Yeah. So. I think this is uh, one of those great, and like, dude, everyone loves to jump on their high horse and be like, you know, this is the Illuminati, this is the all-powerful testing us and see how far they can push us and all the rest. I don't believe that people are smart enough to organize that much nah. shit. I really don't. Nah. You know? <laughs> like, I think this is just a case of like, you know, like everything happens for a reason, like that saying? Mm. Everything happens because something's got to fucking happen. You know what I mean? And like, anything you attach to it is just like a cliche... Um, sentimental thing you're adding to it to add character to your own narrative you yeah. know what I mean like it's just going to happen and I think like it's just your belief isn't it's it? your belief and yeah. it's what you want to see in your tunnel vision and your echo chamber and you end up just being someone who believes in shit yeah. and believing in you you know yeah oh you tell yourself whatever you want to hear don't you to get to the end of the day yep but I don't even know the fucking point I was making dude oh no so the point is like they lift all these fucking things now so I can go work up north um, being unvaccinated if I was unvaccinated of course my vaccination status is pending. I don't know what I am yet, but point being, they've lifted that now so you can go get whatever job you want mm. and be unvaccinated. Mm. How does that work? Dude, you're just going to fucking, you're going to embarrass your state now. You know what I mean? Like you just made them all get fucked by this thing and now you're like, kidding. I think it still is like you need your two jabs. Right. I think you still need like your, your first and second dose okay. um, to get in there so that, yeah, they haven't gone fully backwards with it. Right. Um, but yeah, they've just removed that booster shot or whatever. Okay, so the yeah. interstate travel. Oh, I'm not sure about that shit. I'm pretty Hon- sure. Honestly, man, on, in regards to all the COVID stuff, I stopped listening like a fucking, a good year ago. I don't even you know, know? what I'm talking about. It, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I fucking, to be honest with you, man, it's just, it's, it's the bigger, it's the bigger point that like, People weaponize being on a side now so much that they're willing to give up rights. Yeah. And I feel like people don't understand anything well enough to ever take a stance on anything. Mm. And I understand that we have to, like, we still have to make progression. We still have to evolve. We have to bring new laws and we have to get rid of old laws. We have to make new ways of living and new ways of society moving forward. But at the same time, your average person, like everyone who lives on the street the same as me, probably shouldn't have the vote when it comes to like real important shit yeah. you know what I mean because I mean if we added all of our yeah. IQ points up together it'd be about 114 yeah yeah you know yeah I mean? good yeah yeah <coughs> that's me and you included in that dude, yeah. there, dude. I'm the one who got him to 114 yeah <laughs> it was at 112 <laughs> yeah. but no it's like the, and like the, the fucking crazy part is is at the end of the day you ask where is public opinion and the place where we go to to find out where public opinion is, is Facebook. Yeah. So you, then it goes, well, that's not t- necessarily public opinion. That's the opinion of people who are A, on Facebook, B, posting about it, and C, having you listen to it. Mm. So it's not actually the general population. That's just th- that, that those people, but they seem to be the ones that are the loud few that steer the ship of society. You know? You mean media? Yeah, media in general. Media. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, you've got people losing hours of their day through media. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> I've, um, 
I actually, this was kind of a weird fucking blessing. Like my house got struck by lightning probably two months ago. Right. Um, and it fried like all my modem and um, everything like that. Um, so what I've like, I just canceled my internet. Yeah. And I haven't had like internet connection at home for like months. Right. So what I'm like, that's given me, and so I go on my phone and I'm like, oh, fuck, like I'm burning fucking... Data, yeah. Burning data. Like, fuck it. I'm just not going to use my phone as much. So I'm actually doing... Like, I'm I'm going to work. I'm, as soon as I get home, fuck, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. You know, going out for a fucking walk, doing shit on the house. Like, up until like 8 o'clock at night, man. And then I'll go on my phone. Because you just lose so much fucking time, man. Mm. And you don't even realise it. You just sitting in your car for an hour like what were you doing yeah like a what were you accomplishing in that hour numb legs you know <laughs> yeah. yeah dude there's something about that fucking like it's struck into our routine and when i look at it from a like my point of view as being jake it's like oh it's fucking pretty bad mm. but that's I, what it's something you'd run into a lot more man because it's that's right mm. and like you know what i you know what my whole job is at the moment it's to make an Instagram page that's so attractive to you that you don't get off it. And then that's, you end up buying right. some of my shit. Yeah. So I'm tied into this thing where I'm like, it is bad. Yeah, yeah. But then the the marketing side of me is like... Yeah, you need it. That's what we do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when I look at it as more of a third party, let's separate ourselves, not Jake and Aiden, we're looking at mm. humans looking at humans. Mm. I go, okay, seems to be the average amount of time that people spend on their apps or on their phones in general is increasing. Little percent. Every day, it increases. Mm. All of us, as an average, it increases. So that means that we're going to get to a point that a certain portion of our life, whether it's interacting with screens on our fridge or the TV having a camera that looks at what we do or Google Home listening to what we want or asking Siri what we should do next, it's going to be a certain percentage of our life that that's what that is. Yeah. So you go, okay, if that's the case, how do we evolve? How do we integrate? How do we monetize? How do we make, okay, that's a part of our life. Yeah. How do we change that in such a way that A, I can obviously make a living out of it, but B, find some good in it. Because we're talking about the bad in it. Mm. You know what I mean? And this is like, if, if we dress down what we're doing right now, I want to have conversations of fucking substance that people relate to and they can feel better about themselves because they go, I know that Jake from Black Ink and he does this, this and that. And like, yeah. they might see me as some sort of whatever it is, but I'm just like you. Yeah. You know? I suppose, yeah, it's, it's good in, in the way that um, it lets you instantly connect with people. Like you've got those conversations at the at the tip of your fingers yeah. but what you're losing is is these conversations yeah because these conversations are being replaced by the ones you're having now through the tip of your fingers that's right yeah so you are there is that positive but i feel like every positive in regards to that has a has a, a negative that accompanies it as such yeah, but go back to like when cars were first introduced, you know, and they're mm. like, you know, what good's a fucking car going to be if there's no roads anywhere? It's just going to be bumpy the whole way. And they're like, mm-hmm. cool, we'll make roads, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, oh, well, the roads are bumpy. They're like, look at them now. They're fucking hell smooth with like lights and shit on the side and there's mm. signs and it's easy to do. And the cars evolve with it. Mm. I think what we're seeing now is like the evolution of the car was like a hundred year thing. Yeah, and yeah. the evolution of the internet's been like fucking Yeah, through. quite new. Yeah, it's I crazy. understand that. Yeah. So time will tell. Time will tell. And in the meantime, how do I fucking, you know, Mm-mm. how do I how do I twist Black Ink into the character that it has to be to do the best in that environment, you know? That's a question I'm faced with. I think you have to do the necessary evil and 
be glued to what's attractive in that market, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very different when you're getting paid to be on that screen, though. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the crazy part about it is, though, like, I know uh, logically that, like, a dude who looks at porn twice a day, every day of his life, is going to have a certain amount of chemical change difference mm. than if he didn't mm. because you're doing this dopamine dance with yourself that you control all the time mm. now that's the far end of the spectrum as far as that dopamine dance i know that somewhere in that spectrum it's the exact same thing on instagram so if you're just an average bloke you're seeing your mates you're seeing some chicks you're seeing some full drive you're seeing some burnouts you know but you're doing that eight times a day for 10 minutes at a time all right whether you're him not getting paid for it or me getting paid for it it still has the same psychological effect yeah so it's like, I'm like a fighter going into the ring, knowing I'm going to get CTE, yeah. hoping for the best, hoping it pays off, mm. you know? And it's like, man, I, I don't know what it looks like when you've been a content creator on Instagram for the past 15 years, looking at just scrolling, just trying to make better content, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Makes OnlyFans sound pretty lame, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. But... This is the fucking climate we find ourselves in. It is, man. It is. It's progressive, though, I guess. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> I think also you see you see what you want in the world as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you fucking... It's funny, like, I, I... I tell you what, tell a story. This one time I fucking... I was up in Perth with my mate, and I used to go there all the time and ride push bikes with him, and he's a real, like... It's like a fixie crew, man. They're fucking, you know... They just cruise the streets any time of the day, you know, look, not looking for trouble, but it's like, it's, it was, you know, you're always drinking or smoking weed or something, cruising around. Mm. So I felt kind of badass when I was up there, you know, riding around with no helmet on a fixed gear push bike, no brakes in the city with no lights at midnight. And I remember we're waiting for this um, light to change and this woman's crossing the road, walking towards us. And the guy that I was with is a bit older than me. And like, he was the leader of the group. He's like, oh, hey, how you going? And she's like, oh, good. How are you? He goes, yeah, good. You know, just a fucking candid hello. And as we're riding off, he like turned back at me and he said, you know, it's really important to like still say hello to people all the time. Mm. I remember at the time thinking like, you're the weirdest cunt I know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but one thing that I've learned over and over and over again is that if you say hello to people, they say hello back. Yeah. And what that does to your whole life, if you do it to everyone, it's fucking revolutionary. Yeah, that's great. Because it turns everyone from enemies into friends. Yeah. You know? And it's like, if you look for that, if you look for that hello of everyone that, and even just you catch eyes of someone, give them, a, give them a smile just because. Yeah. It's like, dude, you the, what you get back from the world is fucking crazy. Get the door for people. Yeah, dude. Big one. Yeah. Someone yeah. drops something like fucking drop what you're doing, pick it up from. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't poke your ass at them though. That's a, that's a no. Just yeah, the dude. normal bend and snap. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be quick, otherwise you're making too much of a statement. Yeah, yeah. Why are your pants off, Jake? <laughs> or showing you my legs. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Well, we've done... Yeah, we've done over an hour. Let's fucking call this a day, you reckon? All right. Sounds good, man. Come on, Lou. Come up here for the outro. Come here. Come on. Nah, take your time. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come on. Nah. You're such a fucking loser, Lou. Dude. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. If you like this, don't forget to like, subscribe, drop us a comment, and tell me who you want me to see, have a conversation with uh, next. Anyway, that's us. Do you want to shake hands or something? Oh, kiss. Yeah, that's-, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Be good to your mum. I'm fucking out. Yo! <laughs>